Welcome to Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Marianne Pack, spiritual guide in all things life transformational. And today I have a special guest, Amla Mehta, who is um, who owns the website amlaspeaks.com. Welcome, Amla. I'm so glad that you are here with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Marianne. It's a pleasure to be here. I am so glad you're here because yeah. I love what you talk about. <laughs> so let's just jump right in. Who is Amla and what good do you bring into the world? Oh, that's a that's an ever changing question. And I love it because, it, it you know, as you grow and you evolve, it's always um, changing it up. But so my name is Amla Mehta and just a quick story about me, basically. Um, I am a motivational speaker, an author, and a teacher, and it's based on myself um, losing my vision. And the good that I bring out to the world is that my gift is to shine your heart by being your authentic self. One of my lines, as I, as I like, as my own speaking engagements, I always start off by this, and I'll, I'll share it with the listeners and you. I empower you to shine authentically despite any adversity. Very so that's the nice. message out to the world. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. So will you tell, tell us a little bit more about your story? Because I'd like my listeners to get to know you. Sure. Okay. So as I said, um, I am legally blind currently, but basically the, the, the short version of it, Back in 1990, I was diagnosed with an eye condition called gyrate atrophy, and I'll just spell it for all intents and purposes, G-Y-R-A-T-A-T-R-O-P-H-Y, gyrate atrophy. And so basically, it's a very rare eye condition, and it's genetic. So I was born with it, but I was diagnosed 31 years ago this year. 1990. And so gyroid atrophy is a condition that causes blindness between the ages of 45 and 60. So I'm gradually losing my vision. Um, so yeah, um, it was tough because I was a teenager then. And, you know, now I'm in my forties and now currently I see through fog and I have tunnel vision. It's like seeing through a kaleidoscope. That's how I see. Wow. So that said, you know, it's been, it's, it's been a challenge, but you know, that's where the blindness became the catalyst for me to be going into speaking and shining my light anyway, and sharing, sharing that with the world, because it's so important. Um, you don't need to be blind like me, you know, or losing vision to, to, to know what love is. You are love. You came from divinity you're a part of divinity. So shine that love anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. I, I love using those kinds of affirmations that I am love. I am joy. I am peace. I am clarity. I am knowledge. I am freedom. I am well-being. I am abundant. So this is just right up my alley as far as uh, what I love to also promote and teach. So how did that affect you? I mean, as a teenager, getting that kind of diagnosis. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You. 
it was really actually I'm getting I'm very empathic I'm getting chills even while I'm speaking to you my head is tingling I'm very sensitive and I know my angels and God is with me right now but it's a very um sensitive topic but I I'm more than happy to share a little bit about it 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 was difficult to say the least you know you I'm wondering if I, am I going to go to college and like read normal books, like with normal people or I have to go to a special college? I don't even know. Like even like when you're, when you're in your teens and then college seems so far away, even it's, even if it's four or five years down the road, am I going to be a normal person? So to speak, can I go to parties? Can I go and be, have a social life? Right. And the thing with the gyroid atrophy it's a, it's like a sneeze to a cold. One of the symptoms of gyrate atrophy is that I don't have, I never had night vision. So going to a party and those, you know, like you want to just be social. Oh, it was terrible. Oh my, everything, the lights would bother me. The muse, it's just loud. And I just couldn't be my, you know, I couldn't be that, you know, college student that I wanted to be, but you know, it's taught me a lot at a very young age. It's like, it really like with this pandemic, you know, it's teaching you to go inside and what's important. And I had tough love. So I started early. What's important for me? And I was always a deep thinker anyway. I was already writing and journaling in my teens as well. Mm-hmm. So it just, my way of an outlet was just writing. And actually I'd blare my boom box. Those were the days of the boom box. So like <laughs> it was just, I love singing. So that's how I would just let it all out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I can't even fathom what a teenager would be going through. Just the uncertainty yeah. and the questions yes. and the, you know, how supportive them was like your family. What did they, how did they deal with that even for themselves? I know it was really difficult for my parents because they, you know, it's genetic. They didn't know. We don't even know in the family who has it there. It's like only a few hundred people who have this in the world, gyrate atrophy. Wow. So this is so super rare. And it's like, what, oh my goodness, what's going to happen to my child? Of course I have one sister, one sibling only, and she does not have it. We, we have no idea in the family who has had this before me um but yeah it was it was a tough ride for all of us right you know but um I got through this it, it, and, and I talk about this all the time it's, it's a step-by-step process you know that um there's a book out there I think there's I'm not quoting it properly but there are five stages of grief I believe I'm not sure there is a book out there on that but, and that's exactly I my I say this actually in my first book, I have my, my, my vision is dying. My vision is going through a death. I have to mourn that the stages of that. And that I had to do at a very young age because I had my license at age 17, senior year in college, four years later, boom, I had to lose my license, give it up, surrender because my vision decreased. Wow. So there's a lot of ups and downs. And then after I graduated college at age 22, bingo, three years later, I'm waking up and I'm seeing blobs um, because the cataract is like, again, the symptom of a cold, a sneeze to a cold. So there was a lot of changes that I had to adapt accordingly. 
And I have no choice, right? Like either I have a pity party for the rest of my life or in a way mourn it, grieve it, right? And, and, and really be friends with my emotions. And then you get through it. And I talk about that all the time. You got to go through the fire, right? You can't go around it. You can't right. dig underneath it. You got to run through that fire. Yes. So, yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. So what instilled in you is, was it as desire or calling to be an author or speaker? I mean, how did that happen? Well, I'll start off with a little story and, and this will, and I always do metaphors in my writing and in my speaking engagements. So this will say it all. I don't know if you've ever been to an amusement park and you take, it's a game and you take a mallet and you pound on that thing. I don't know what it's even called. And it just bounces up again and you have to yes. pound it down with a mallet again. Yes. That's exactly my life. I get up, I get pounded down. I get up, I get pounded down. And that's exactly going through that has really, really the biggest gift I could say to my listener, to all of you out there is, is to live in the present moment because you don't know when you're going to fall again, but you can't wait until that next fall either. You have to grasp and, and just take life by the horns, grab the bull by its horns and just go for it. And that's the biggest gift that I have definitely, um, grown accustomed to. And I always go back on that because I've fallen so many times. It's not going to be, the, it's, it's an ever so changing lifestyle and I'm still going blind. That's the other thing too. It's I'm not done yet. As I said before, I have tunnel vision and I see through fog. I could still identify a car. I could still read through the fog physically. Oh. So I'm not done yet. But can I worry about what's happening five years from now? We didn't even know 11 months ago we're going to be in a pandemic, right? True. true. Yeah. 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 Things would definitely shift in life very, very, very quickly. Yes. Yes. I like that description of the little, you know, the little uh, bopper yes. thing that you're talking about. Because, yeah, sometimes it does feel like you're either that or you're like, you know, you move forward and then you take three steps back and then you yep. take a step forward and you take three steps back. So it always feels like it's just back and forth. So and you know what it is actually when I did pop up on my own with all the strength, all the courage, all the, you know, the warrior woman in me. The thing is, is that society, let's face it, right? For all intents and purposes, this is called a disability, right? So people right. love slamming me down. I mean, I shine my heart. I know you could feel it in my energy. I'm, I'm a very loving being inside out. And it only shines inside out. And yes. people around me don't like that, including, you know, holistic world or whatever it is. And that happens with all people, you know. But in my life, I'm being subjective a little bit. It's that people feel threatened by it. I'm just, I'm a straight shooter. They don't like the fact that I am shining my light anyway, despite this disability or whatever you want to call this. And I could feel it from them. They don't like it, but you know what? My, my thing is that I shine on anyway. You keep on shining. You're not here to make other people comfortable. I've already had an 
an uncomfortable life, you know, trying to maneuver my way through the, the ups and downs, right? It's not been easy, but I make my life fulfilling because I'm happy. I'm at bliss inside out. And that's an everyday choice. It's a choice to do that. And that's by being authentic. When you practice being authentic, which is one of my messages, it's golden because you are doing the work for you and your heart. And aren't you worth that? Aren't you worth the self-investment for yourself? Absolutely. I know I am. Absolutely. I know you are. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And don't you think probably yeah. it makes people uncomfortable because they're simply not doing their inner work? You know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's very offensive when you're in a crappy mood and somebody's all bubbly around you. It just makes you feel worse because it's showing yeah. that you are not choosing to be that way. You exactly. know, exactly. And an added bonus to that is that, you know, with that, it's like, it's like a, I'm slapped in the face with ignorance because the only thing they could target me with, and this has happened time and time again, it actually even happened this week, is it's, oh, you have a vulnerability. We're going to treat you any which way we want to. Mm. Because that's their only excuse. That's their only excuse with me. And I know it. It's, I, you know, one of my lines, it's, it's actually, it's not, Maybe I said in the book, I'm not sure, but I'm going blind, not brainless. Yes. Right? Come on. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, right? And you talked about your that warrior spirit in you, that you're, you know, you come through things. And don't you think that's tapping into that inner self, your inner being, that spirit yeah. side of you, that God force? That's yeah. where we have the strength when we're just living lives from our mind and our thoughts and we're not going inward. Yeah. It's not a very yeah. fulfilling life. I don't think you can have the joy that you've created for yourself. Um, and it's true. You know, and and I, yeah, go ahead, please. And, you, and you know, just as you, you have to go inward to find that yeah. who you really yes. are, that authentic self that you're talking about. Yes. And I had like, the thing is, is that I don't have the distraction. Like people like get, it's my superpower. I always talk about that too. My intuition is the superpower because think about it. I know what it's like when somebody's annoyed at me. If they roll their eyes, they're annoyed at me. Pretty much that's the facial expression. I won't have that in the future. I gotta trust my gut. I have to trust that this person does not feel right to me. I'm gonna trust that. And I, trust me, I went through a whirlwind of like a tsunami of going back and forth, like scratching my head. It, like, oh, do I trust? Why don't I trust this person? And then I would just trust them. You know, I would trust them anyway, because I'm like, that's not nice. I just doubt myself, you know, that yes. down talk. Yes. It's terrible. I'm like, no, 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 no. Now I get it. I'm like, no, no, no. Amla, you know you. You're going, and that's my other message too. You are going to live with yourself with the left rest of your life. You're going to be looking in the mirror the first thing in the morning and probably the last thing at night. You better like what you're looking at. Right, right. Yeah, we're going to right? spend most time with ourselves than anyone else, but absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. How has gradually losing your sight? 
affected like that day to day? What happens during the day to day? Um, you know, things that come up or or how does it affect you moving around in the world yes. or? Yes, um, it tremendous. It, it is it it affects me all the time. Like um, cloudy days, I call them milky days because the 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 light sensitivity is really potent and it really glares down glare I have so much so much glare issues it's ridiculous and um because I still have vision it's I have to wear sunglasses and then sometimes I have problems seeing inside even going from one room to the next because the one room might be brighter than the next room and it really is that way it's been really tough even yesterday I had a meeting and I had my cane right? Sophia will get to there a, a um, little bit later, but um, I had my cane with her. I'm, I'm navigating with her and the cane only navigates your ground. You like up to your waist. It won't help you when, if your shoulder, right? So I'm just moving and I didn't see there was a handicap happened to be a handicap sign next to me because I was outdoors in a plaza and it scared me. And I bumped into it and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, it's scary. It's, it, it, honestly, you just don't know what you're going to get on a day-to-day basis. It's just really difficult, but you know what I do for my own well-being? And it's again, adapting and adjusting accordingly. If I am afraid to move my whole motto, umla, don't move at all. Just stand there like a statue. And when you're ready to move, you will. Yes. That's how I navigate, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we just take, you know, seeing people just take that kind of stuff for granted. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't even, yeah. you wouldn't even think of that. That, yeah. like you said, your cane guides you up about waist high, but yeah, that waist up is... <laughs> is fair game to run into things exactly exactly and now like with the sun being like directly like now it's later in the winter and and we're in connecticut here so the sun is stronger in february and it just glares down so i have my sunglasses but like you said like navigating also another part of it it's like crossing the street for you all the time. I'm constantly moving my head just to navigate moving. Right. Yeah. It's literally like crossing the street all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. You mentioned your cane's name is Sophia. So tell us that story of how, how you <laughs> your cane. Well, it, everybody gets, a, a, you know, funny thing is when I was writing my book and I just kind of named Sophia and the, the whole, like I, I had a writing course before I was writing the book and they all were really into it. I'm like, what's up with it? Like, and every time I have an engagement, people are really uh, intrigued by this. So here's the story in a nutshell. Um, basically, I love the name Sophia. It's nothing to do with like Sophia Loren or any of the other Sophias. It's just, I love the name and um, it's a little joke, but I think it's a classy name and I'm a classy gal. So I named her Sophia. And also she's my best friend for life, right? She's my protection. She's my safeguard, right? Mm, She's constantly going to be my partner to, she's my eyes. 
she's going to help me navigate through life, right? So one day, I'm not kidding, I read a lot, even though with this eye condition, I love learning. So I was reading an article and I read about what the name Sophia means. Well, so means to and Thea means no. So Sophia, the name means to know. She is my knowledge. She is my GPS. She's my powerhouse. Like, so that was just fascinating how I already named her before I even knew what Sophia meant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to me again, I don't know. I think sometimes some of those things are just that, that intuition giving us love for something because they already know what it means. You know, other beings already know this. Yes. And then we get to explore and experience the aha moment when we discover it for ourselves, you know, for when when we do that. So I I love looking up the meanings of, you know, animal spirits that I get in meditation or see here on the farm or whatever. So I, I always love that because there's so many aha moments and the right animal and meaning comes always at the right time. Absolutely. The, the I totally lesson, agree. Yeah, yeah, the lesson is there for sure. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. what are some of the messages that you would have for somebody like during a trauma or difficulty or challenging times? I mean, because again, with this pandemic this past year yeah. and moving now, you know, through 2021, we're still, this is still challenging times for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Even our, our personal challenges that they have. What kind yeah. of loving messages do you have for them? Well, there's so many. Well, all I know is that you got to tap into the things you love to do. Because I think being authentic and when, I mean, my life is not just because of the pandemic. I mean, it's not a what was me story. I don't drive, right? I haven't driven in 20 something years. And then also, you know, I live in a very rural area. So the public transportation is not easy to get. Sure. At so I have to find ways, right? I have to find ways to be like, how could I, I love music. So these are, these are things I do for myself. And then I'll, I could share things for the audience if that resonates. Um, but I love listening to YouTube. I love listening to, you know, disco and jazz and Celtic music. It just gets my groove. I'm like dancing in my bedroom all the time. It's just, I, it's, I, I'm already in my head because of me, the writer and the speaker, and actually, sometimes I wake up with headaches because I'm like thinking so much. It te- it gets me right out of my head so quickly when I'm listening to any type of music um, that I love. The yeah. other thing I do, um, you know, you got to move your body. Taking that self-care, self-love. I do yoga. I've been practicing it for eight years this month. And and, and it's just been incredible. The, mm-hmm. the you know, the growth spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, all of that, you know, I've, I've grown tremendously just by practicing yoga and yoga is just that meditation in motion. I found something I love to do. If you liked going to the gym, go to the gym, go out in nature, go by a river, go by a body of water. Your, your mind needs to think, see things flowing. They need to gravitate towards that. It's just a way to just get out of your head and not on the stuck energy. You're literally stuck, right? In a pandemic or any challenging times, you feel stuck. 
go to something, especially nature, where it's flowing. I'm telling you, it helps you so much to see that moving. The, the ebb and flow, literally, of water helps tremendously. I'm yeah. living proof of that, definitely. And I love hugging trees. Yes. <laughs> so that's another well, thing. That's a great grounding tool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, because there's a science behind forest bathing. You know, it's, um, and grounding, earthing, when you walk yes. barefoot upon the earth. Yes. The the um the exchange of energy and the the chemistry the chemicals that trees put off for yes. our benefit it's yep. calming and um you know too we go in nature and we don't have resistance towards nature we just accept nature for being what exactly it is. so yep. when you, you know when you can release those resistant thoughts yep a lot of times that's when your intuition can speak to you because Absolutely. it's in that still small voice, clarity comes, you know, you yeah. might be working on a problem over here in your thinking mind, like you said, you know, we're both deep thinkers and it's, we get in our heads so much yeah. that you have to get away from that. You have Absolutely. to lie that. So yeah. I'm a and even. Even before this interview, I do this now all the time as a practice. Even if it's five minutes, I take the time. It's important. It's self-care. Ground. I want to be grounded. I might, I know I have a very fiery energy in my in my, especially within this vessel that I'm moving and I'm move, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, working with. But that's what I do. I know I'm so fiery that I want to be grounded. I want to be centered. I want to focus on you and your questions and really engage. It's important to do that. And so for any projects out there, or you're even not even a presenter, but using your breath, inhale, exhale, yes. just yes. even a simple minute and just exhaling fully, not just halfway, right. makes a huge difference. Huge yes. difference. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I'm a big proponent of meditation, quiet mind meditation. So, I mean, that's another thing that to me, you're, you're focusing on something small, an ambient sound or something. And then as you do that, you quiet your thoughts. You're also quieting your resistant thoughts at the same time. So then your vibration, your natural vibration raises. Exactly. Because exactly. We, we really, our inner being is vibrating at a very high frequency. And mm -hmm. if we can quiet down the, the heavy, you know, spirit, our, our, our mind body, yes, then we yeah. can tune to that higher frequency, that higher vibration of our intuition of our inner being. Absolutely. And that. just one last thing, even with the pandemic, you know, because I have, um, my vision is decreasing. One of my quotes don't look lateral, look up. There you go. Just look up. The answers are above and within you. Yes. Absolutely. Don't look at what anybody else is doing. Look what you're doing. You matter. You're driving your own vehicle of life. It's your journey. You're in charge, so to speak. Not the ego being in charge, but you are in charge of where you're going. What's your destination? and just drive and just go. And whether that's taking it, you know, 20 years to go one mile, so to speak, mm -hmm. so be it. Right. But you're moving. 
And you know what? You need to work through um, things for you the way, it, you know, using discernment, right? Using discernment is so important for you to be your authentic self and yeah. not feel like you're doing it for anybody else because you could be authentic and still be successful as well. I think society wants to tell you all the time that, you know, you need to think a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way. You know, you learn this in kindergarten, right? Oh, yes. You are perfect the way you are, right? Yeah. Shine in it. Yeah. You're worth it. Yeah. So many times we compartmentalize or we put ourselves in a box because that's the way we're taught. And you yeah. can only be this, but you can't be that. Yeah. Um, and instead, when you blend the into the wholeness of who you are, spirit, mind, and body, all of those parts, it's like remembering. You're putting all those members back together into the wholeness of who you are to that authentic, unique self that you are. Yes. Embrace that. Yeah. Embrace that. And if I could do that, that's my message. There is no excuse, right? Here I am with this condition. And this, I will not paint it lightly. This is not easy, but it is definitely, it's, it's not impossible. It is possible. It is possible. I'm living proof of that. And honest to God that I've never been happier than in the last two years. I was miserable in my own way when I had more clarity and I, my vision was definitely better than it is now. It had to be this way. I think d divine and God all the time, like I get it now. It had to be this way mm -hmm. that you are training me to be more at more at bliss when I have less vision. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought? Right. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. And you think yeah. about unconditional love. Receiving mm -hmm. and giving unconditional love. That means no condition has to change that you love. You just love because you are love. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that the case? And, and, and really believing it and being it is key, right? We all, you mm -hmm. can all say, and I could feel it from you. You are, you, you feel and you embody those words that come out of your mouth. It's the same thing with me, but you know, sometimes you have to, you have to train your mind to say, okay, I, I am enough. If you don't feel it, sometimes you have to just do that. And that's okay. That's a great step. Mm -hmm. But the, but the real um, authentic part of you needs to feel it in order to shine it out to the world. You can't just say it. it you got to have this. It's a, it's a 24 seven job in a way, 365 days, but you can do it. And you're going to have off days. Embrace that too. Authenticity is just that. It's not like today's a sunny day. It's going to be great. And oh, it's a cloudy day. It's going to be terrible. Right. I've had awesome days on a cloudy day and horrible days on a sunny day. It's the same thing with authenticity. Just because you're smiling doesn't mean you're exactly happy sometimes. Go within. Yes. And feel what's really going on. Only you know that. Right. Yeah. And again, it's that developing a relationship with our inner being because our yeah. inner being is always feeling good. Our inner yeah. being is always love and joy. Yes. And, um, so once you develop a relationship with your inner being, it's a whole lot easier to come back up when 
when you do fall or you do stumble or you do have a struggle or a, you know, a, a challenging time. Yeah. Because I Absolutely. know that, you know, the, the, the mindset changes and the, the, um, evolution that I've created in my transformation, doing the inner work, you know, it's, it's, I'm so different than when I was years ago, when I was just always in that miserable mindset, um, and creating such a difficult life for myself that now it's like, when I do go down, it doesn't seem to be quite as far down as I used to get. (laughs) That's great progress. So, you know, it's like you handle things a little bit differently or you bounce back a little bit faster. I mean, things that would have knocked me out for months and caused me depression years ago might be, you know, a few days or a week instead of months dragging me through the doldrums, you know? So, you know, that progress of just looking for joy, looking for things that you can appreciate, looking for uh, things to be grateful for. Um, Absolutely. I love that. Yes. Being grateful is so key. And I'm constantly thanking my angels and God every night, like, thank you so much for whatever has transpired during the day. And I, I, yeah, I do my prayers. It's it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us just a little bit about some of your books, because you've written several of them, haven't you? Um, a couple of them, and a couple of them are in the wings very shortly coming out, actually, um, March. Yeah, so there's a success book. But the first book that I wrote, um, it's called I, like the body part, E-Y-E, with a view. And basically, mm-hmm. they're 12 stories. It's a memoir slash self-help book. So they're 12 stories. I get emotional. They're based on universal themes like facing loss, um, setting healthy boundaries, um, you know, speaking your truth. So they're based on universal themes that anybody has gone through these types of universal themes. Something emotional happens. It's I, I talk about the theme and the insight. And then I offer three exercises at the end of each story mm-hmm. that anybody can do. Oh, anybody can do. Well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have something to help people integrate what you just taught them, you know, yeah. or, you know, to be able to assimilate that into their own life. That's very helpful. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, honestly, think about it. Everybody who's reading the physical book, they're not going blind. Right. <laughs> Most of them aren't. <laughs> right. Right. Their challenge will be something else, but they exactly. still relate. A challenge yeah. is a challenge. You still, it's difficult for you if you're going through it. Right. Right. So. Right. And the thing is, the point is, is that I had to make it relatable. Right. I mean, it's not just about me going blind. It's more than that. It's about how I've healed through every story. And these are really tough stories. I had to really use discernment and pick and choose like, what re- what's my message to the world? Why is this story important for the reader to know? I always had that in mind while writing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I actually wanted to share just a little bit. Um, you know, my book isn't perfect and I admit that, but it's like making a craft, like I crafted the book, like making chocolate chip cookies. You know, mm-hmm. it's not perfectly round, but it's made with sweet umla love. And, yeah. and I, I, I wouldn't be, take that away for the world. I know the message has come across. 
Um, and and I, I hope you enjoy it. If you go on AmlaSpeaks.com and, and the book is there. And then the second book, I'll just go forward. Um, that came out October 2020. My first book out came out October 2019. So a year later, 2020, I have a collaborative book. Um, and uh, basically, it's a book of 24 four other healers. I'm, I'm healer 25. And, um, I wrote about sacred chant. I'm really into divinity. Um, of course I mentioned that a couple of times during this interview and, um, I used to sing out to the divine. Um, and that was my way, even as a kid, it's a five-year-old kid story that I actually share with the readers, um, about sacred chant and how I use that as a tool to heal myself. So the second book is called The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing. And this is volume three. And that's out on my website as well. And then the third book is coming out very soon, maybe in a couple of weeks, in March, mid-March. Um, it's called Success in Any Season. And that I'm talking about result, resilience. Um, success, is, that's my way of being successful is being resilient. Um, so I talk about a story there and I, act, this is very recent. I fell, um, I won't go into details, but, um, I fell and it really impacted me. This happened in October of 2020 as well. And, um, it really has, it did a number on me and it wasn't a bad fall either. It just psychologically, I was just tired. I was exhausted and, and, uh, it's a good story. It's a good story. And then the fourth book, it's probably coming out in April. Um, of 2021, uh, and that is an inspirational quote book. So, and yeah. that that is your book alone. That, that's I'm sorry. Not, that's not a, a collaborative book. The that's last... not. That's my book. Yep. Gotcha. It's my book. Very yep. good. Yep. So this is this has just been such a wonderful conversation. I just love it. Um, so how can people either work with you or hear you speak or find you? Where are they going to find you on the internet? Oh, that sounds great. So um, I am on Amla Speaks. I'll spell it out just in case. A-M-L-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. AmlaSpeaks.com. That's my website. That's where the current two books are on there for sale. There's a two for a deal sale on um, my website. And um, if you're looking for me to speak or conduct a workshop, I'd be happy to do that. Um, it's based on my topics. It's all on my, um, it's called Book Me. It's a Book Me page on my website. And there are actually topics that you could pick and choose from if you're interested in having me speak. Um, the other thing is, is that um, let's talk about my social media pages. All of my social media pages is AMLA Inspires. AMLA Inspires, A-M-L-A-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-S. AMLA Inspires. So I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. I have videos for YouTube and TikTok. Check them out. Like my um, page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you know, with you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel, Umla inspires on all of those social media pages. The only thing that's different is my dot com, which I said before, which is Umla speaks. 
com. And I do have um, a workshop set up in April, but I think that's going to change because I want to do something in person. This is actually going to be virtual. Um, it was set to be virtual and now I like want to do it in person. So um, I'll come up with the dates coming shortly, but yeah, that's me. So yeah. what, what, where, what area are you in? Are you in Connecticut? Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. Yeah, but I would be more than happy to serve anyone anywhere preferably in the continental United States. But um, yeah, this is international. Internet is international anyway. So um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Yeah. You have two books on your site right now and you're in any season collaborative. It should be out because uh, this will post probably in April. So um um, I'm looking forward to reading your book because I've already, um, I think they had some pre-orders or anyway, I put my name in the slot for that success in any season to be able to get that. Um, oh, okay, great, great. Um, so do you have any closing words of wisdom? I know you have so much to share and there's so many, I just, I love when you talk about the joy and the love and the, because it's a choice. Yes. You had a choice to be miserable or you had a choice to, uh, to choose that joy and that love and, and be a happy person rather than just sit and have your pity party and be miserable the rest of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, you know, I really, encourage people to believe in yourself. That's number one. I want to, I want to put out there because mm-hmm. if I can believe in myself as much as I do, you can mm-hmm. do it too. Right. You could believe you are worth it. You are worth it. That's number one. And I always end every um, speaking engagement workshop. And even it's in my book on any, anything I write, I always end with the, my signature saying shine love, shine light, shine you. And I believe in, in all, everyone. I know anybody out there who's struggling, you could do it too. Just love you and the rest will follow. The golden, the golden road is there for you. It's accessible. Just tap into you and you're worth it. Like I said before. So Keep on shining, everyone. Keep Mm -hmm. on shining and much love and many blessings to all of you. I'd love to hear from you. Um, If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me. There's social media. Again, Amla Inspires on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. There's a few videos up there already. Um, And also, you know, AmlaSpeaks.com. And I'd like to thank you so very much, Marianne, for having me as your guest today. Absolutely. I just appreciate you spending time with us. So uh, this has just been such a joy. And I, I, I love that we got to, to visit and have this conversation. So I want to thank everyone. I want to thank you, Amla, and everyone for listening to this Dynamic Thriving podcast. And please be sure and visit our website, maryannpack.com for all of our services and uh, we have a, um, a complimentary 31-day Journal of Positive Aspects that would go beautifully with this conversation that will help you start focusing on the positive things, those silver linings that we miss 
when we don't focus with gratitude or appreciation. So I want to invite you to go get that um, journal. And if you are interested in helping this work um, make a greater impact in the world, there is also a donate uh, page on our website. So I thank you again for listening. Thank you, Amla. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express.